Well, all right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Friday, February 26th. The House is voting today on the COVID relief package. More on that later. But first, let's talk about the minimum wage fight, because that has divided Democrats a little bit here. As I let you all know, on the community tab yesterday, the Senate parliamentarian Elizabeth McDonough ruled last night against the $15 minimum wage provision being included in reconciliation. When that news broke, I created a survey in the community tab asking you all how you think Chuck Schumer should approach this. 83% of you said he should simply respect the parliamentarian's ruling and take out the $15 an hour minimum wage provision from the Senate version of the bill, while 17% of you said that he should still push to keep it in the bill. The White House immediately released a statement after the parliamentarian made her ruling. The statement begins... President Biden is disappointed in this outcome as he proposed having the $15 minimum wage as part of the American Rescue Plan. He respects the parliamentarian's decision and the Senate's process. He will work with leaders in Congress to determine the best path forward because no one in this country should work full-time and live in poverty. So as I mentioned previously, it's technically possible for the vice president to overrule the parliamentarian in her capacity as presiding officer of the Senate. Republicans actually went a step further and fired the parliamentarian in 2001 in a similar situation where they had a Republican president, uh, George W. Bush, majority in the, in the House, and a 50-50 split in the Senate uh, that gave them the opportunity to pass a budget-related laws to reconciliation. A few progressives in Congress, Ilhan Omar, for example, have called on party leaders to replace or overrule the parliamentarian. So there is some support for that in the left wing of the party, but the Biden administration is not expected to push back against this decision, and the White House National Economic Council director told reporters that the vice president is not going to weigh in, which means that it looks like, which means that at this point it looks like the minimum wage provision uh, will probably be removed from the final package. Similarly, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, two high-profile Democratic moderates in the Senate, have recently said that they will respect what they see as Senate conventions and abide by the parliamentarian's decision. Now, the parliamentarian is a Senate office. Her ruling doesn't affect the House. And Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, quickly put out a statement of her own indicating that the $15 an hour minimum wage will not be taken out of the House version of the bill that they're voting on today. She said House Democrats believe the minimum wage hike is necessary. Therefore, this provision will remain in the American Rescue Plan on the floor tomorrow. Tomorrow, yesterday being today, of course. Democrats in the House are determined to pursue every possible path in the fight for 15. Some are estimating that that vote, the House vote today, will come in at around 8 or 9 p.m. Uh, so I'll have to update you with the results in tomorrow's video, but all signs are indicating that it will easily pass with the Democratic majority in the House. Of course, things will be more complicated in the Senate, where they will need all 48 Democrats plus both independents. And even without the minimum wage provision, it's hard to say whether both Manchin and Cinema will come around to the $1.9 trillion price tag. Going back to the Senate for a moment, it doesn't look too likely that they will keep minimum wage in the bill, but they will still be looking to take other actions to increase wages for as many workers as possible. Independent Senator Bernie Sanders released a statement with his thoughts on the ruling and where the Senate should go from here. Sanders said, I strongly disagree with tonight's decision by the Senate parliamentarian. The Congressional Budget Office made it absolutely clear that raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour had a substantial budgetary impact and should be allowed under reconciliation. Because of the archaic and undemocratic rules of the Senate, we are unable to move forward to end starvation wages in this country. 
and raise the income of 32 million struggling Americans. In the coming days, I'll be working with my colleagues in the Senate to move forward with an amendment to take tax deductions away from large profitable corporations that don't pay workers at least $15 an hour and to provide small businesses with the incentives they need to raise wages. That amendment must be included in this reconciliation bill. And Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden provided some more details on this Plan B. He said, My plan would impose a 5% penalty on a big corporation's total payroll if any workers earn less than a certain amount. That penalty would increase over time. It would also provide an income tax credit equal to 25% of wages, up to $10,000 per year per employer, to small businesses that pay their workers higher wages. These changes will still have to receive approval from the parliamentarian, but it looks like the Senate will pivot to something like this that provides incentives for companies to increase their wages without actually increasing the legal minimum wage at the federal level. In other COVID relief news, a federal judge in Texas ruled yesterday that the CDC's eviction moratorium is unconstitutional and that the federal government does not have the authority to unilaterally suspend evictions. The ruling reads, After analyzing the relevant precedents, the court concludes that the federal government's Article I power to regulate interstate commerce and enact laws necessary and proper to that end does not include the power to impose the challenged eviction moratorium. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that the moratorium is going to end anytime soon. The court didn't impose an injunction which would have stopped the federal government and the CDC from enforcing the ban on evictions. The case will likely be appealed to the Fifth Circuit. But these questions about the right to create a federal eviction ban could, could potentially end up overturning the current moratorium depending on how the case plays out, and if the government exhausts its options in the judicial system, then it will be likely be up to state and local jurisdictions to set their own rules on evictions, which would mean very different things in different locations. So it's hard to say where that case will go from here, but I'll, of course, keep you updated if anything changes on that eviction moratorium. All right, folks, that's all I have for you today. Democratic Party leaders are scrambling to react to the parliamentary's decision from last night. We'll, of course, be back tomorrow with an update on their plan, the House floor vote, and everything else that's going on with the COVID relief bill. But before that, tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, I will be releasing a video I've created on 11 places to get free stocks right now. It's not just Weeble and Robinhood. They're not the only games in town. There are others, some I actually hadn't even heard about until I was creating this video. As always, thank you so much for watching to the end. I really do appreciate it. Have a great Friday evening, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.